welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. Emergency playoff and NBA offseason. It's not an emergency. If it was an emergency, we would have done this podcast yesterday. There's been a lot going on in sports, as always. Joined, joined by Stephen to go over some basketball stuff today. And mm-hmm. I think this is this is a fun one because there's only two series left, both in a game seven, both yeah. are in the East. Um, and I honestly just continue. Don't take my opinion. Anybody don't take my opinion, which is probably the worst thing to say, uh, but I have well, no idea. Charles what's gonna happen. Barkley always says everybody's just giving their opinion. Nobody's an expert. Basically like nobody knows everything, you know? No. And you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to get injured. We couldn't have predicted the did Ky- Yeah. Kyrie got injured. Chris Paul last. got COVID. Chris Paul got COVID and they're going to be able to start their series sooner than I anticipated. Cause I thought the jazz series was going to go seven, but they just uh-huh. had the ultimate brain fart of brain farts. And then I thought that Philly, I thought that the game should, we're going to win that for sure. And then Philly should have won in five, but they blew two leads in uh, game four and game five. And then yeah, game one six, of them was like a 25 point lead game six. They finally get their take care of business. And here, here we are uh, t- tomorrow, game seven for Philadelphia versus the Hawks. And then tonight it's going to be the Nets versus the, the Bucks. And yeah, I'll be like, I forget what, what did I, who did I convince you to choose Philadelphia? I think it I convinced Philly, you to choose. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I guess I shouldn't have tried to do that. Like, I don't know. I mean, I do know. I mean, nobody ben knows. Simmons can't, ben Simmons can't score. Yeah. He's uh, he has trouble because he can't shoot. So. so Ben Simmons can't score. He can't make free throws. You saw last night, Doc finally making the adjustment, pull them out when they started doing the hack of Simmons and they yeah. didn't pull them back in until that two minute uh, point of the, of the fourth quarter. That's the thing to work is, out for is, like I said before, I think, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'll let you finish your thought. What was nope, that? that was it. Okay. Um, uh, it's like I said before, I think Embiid and Simmons, don't work very well together. They need to get rid of one or the other. And uh, it's looking like, even though I love Ben Simmons, it's looking like they need to get rid of Ben Simmons. Who would you trade? But like, what is his trade value? Like he's a regular season player. I think it's huge. I think it's huge. Really? Uh, Yeah. He's got a lot of talent. What team could he go to via trade that would be better for having him? Like and what would they have to give up to get him? I don't think Philadelphia is going to be able to get anything significant for him. Well, so, I can't think who's in position to get him, but I guarantee you Boston might love having him. Well, they just traded, uh, got Horford back for, uh, and then sent Kemba to the Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder. That's a very weird trade that happened before the NBA season ended. <laughs> yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, saves the Celtics some money so that they can explore other options. And honestly, I, I think did. it's a good inconsistent Kemba. It's probably smart to to get rid of him, and yeah. he's never healthy. Um, uh, it's it's sad because he had a ton of talent before, you know. Kemba, Kemba Walker did. Yeah, he would have fifty point games, and you know. He, he led a team to the playoffs, like. But, man, that was just a crazy, shocking. It wasn't that crazy. 
it was just a shocking trade because of, of the timing of it. And then with everything, all the turnover going on with the Celtics, Brad Stevens not coaching anymore, moving into the front office, Danny Ainge leaving. There's just so much going on in the NBA right now. And like, we're not even yeah. in the off season, but it feels like somebody, every coach is quitting every yeah. or getting fired. And we're just at this point where, um, Rick Carlisle is no longer with Dallas. Like that's crazy. And I have, and yet I, I'm like almost more interested in all this off season stuff. Cause no, the playoffs have been great too, despite everyone being injured, but it's just been so hot and cold. Every single team is just like hot and cold. Even that, um, even the Bucks Nets game on Thursday night. Hey, but didn't Durant have a monster game? Played very well. Yeah. Um, he had what? 47 points. Wait, which game? Wait, are you talking about the game that the Nets won or the game that the Bucks just won? Oh, the no, I'm talking about the game the Nets won. That, that game, was a beautiful game. I was I I loved watching it. I only got to see the end and then highlights, but I was like, you know, Kevin Durant, um it's incredible what he's been able to do after coming back from an Achilles injury. He's so amazing. I love watching. It's him almost play. like yeah, it's almost like nothing ever happened to him. He's great at defense, especially in the playoffs. Like he's getting lots and lots of blocks, at least intimidating people who are trying to take shots against him. Mm-hmm. He's really fun to watch, and so that's why I'm excited tonight. The pr- prime time game on a Saturday night. And it's be Bucks. Paul Bucks George Nets. Finally- let's see who. Let's see who shows up uh, for for the Nets tonight because yeah, they're going to need George. Joe Harris. They're, let's let's keep talking about the Nets Bucks real quick before we go to Paul. Oh, sorry. Um, and I don't if Joe Harris doesn't somebody is going to have to because the reason that they won the game where Kevin Durant went off was because Jeff Green got like I, I wish I had the stats in front, but think. he made so many threes that just kept them in the game. Like that sh- yeah. should have been a Bucks win, but they couldn't stop Jeff Green and they absolutely could not stop Kevin Durant. Yeah. I was going to have to predict. Uh, it really just depends on if Harden improves like he did improve from game five to game six, where he's starting to make shots again. Yeah. They're at home. The, the Nets, this is the Nets game to lose. I think that they, way, I think they have it. Either way, um, uh, even if James Harden is having trouble scoring, he's going to be a threat to be a playmaker, you know. But, he's going he's gonna to be a threat. Uh, passed in the ball, um, because the lot the that game when uh, when Kevin Durant went off and had the 47 and 10 and 17 or whatever, um, uh, James Harden had eight assists, if I remember right. He's playing, he's doing, I mean, you can you can tell that he is not himself, so he's still a threat, but he's still making. He's keeping the Bucks honest, essentially, especially if he I think he was like one for eight or one for nine in I game think five. James Harden kind of serves the same purpose that uh Chris Paul does for for Phoenix. They just like it better Initiator. when he's on the floor. And then although another thing, because I feel like I feel like Joe Harris is due for just a going off game, and then I also feel like Drew Holiday is scheduled for a go-off game because he's been kind of a no-show besides that game winner that he made in game four, I believe. 
So yeah, that's we'll gonna be happens. a heck of a game seven. I'm I'm pumped for it. Um, and unfortunately, the speaking of game sevens, we did not get to see the Jazz and uh, and Clippers go seven. I would have gone to that game. Yeah, if they would have gone to the game seven, I'm very disappointed because yeah. I. Re- very much wanted to watch the jazz. I was thinking about you when they lost, <laughs> man. I my cousin just like, I might get to go to a Western conference finals game. And like, I might, it just sucks. Just sucks. Donovan seems a little bit off. Conley wasn't, well, here's what's unfortunate. Donovan was hurt. Yeah. They did very, very well to start the game off. And then just as always, you got to keep, why don't it's just human nature. I, I can't judge them, but like, I don't know why no one has like the killer mentality of like, we're going to put so much pressure on them that it's insurmountable. Like you need to have a 40 point lead. A 20 point lead is no longer what it used to be. Yeah. So you need to get 30, like a 10 point lead in today's league. And then like a 20 point lead is like 35. I feel like 30, like you need to be up by 35. Yeah. Like 25 is the new 35. Yeah. No. In today's league with the, how big the three-point shot is and how good these shooters are, no lead is safe almost. Yeah. And so the Jazz just – and we saw it again. And, Stephen, I have a question for you. Okay. What do the Jazz do with Rudy Gobert? Keep him? Um, I say keep him. He's a three-time defensive player of the year, isn't he? He, like, but he, they, they, the key, the team is currently constituted will never win a championship. Well, did I'm you see? Sure did you that. see what they were doing to Rudy Gobert, the Clippers? They just figured him uh, out. Like, all right, just switch him. Just switch him onto a small guy, just like the Warriors used to do. Just well, like every like team used to saying, do to the Jazz. I, it was like I was saying, if Shaq played in today's league, like you always try to get the it's, big guy you know, to come out and have to defend the the quicker dude. But like, it's not like Shaq though. Shaq wasn't known for like Shaq could play defense, but like Shaq was well, dominant Shaq was on offense. So if, if Rudy Gobert is getting burned, like, so let's put it, let's do Shaq. If Shaq was, was getting burned by all of these different small stage. guys, sorry, Shaq would be able to go and score in the post. Yeah. And Rudy Gobert just can't seem to yeah, do that he, unless he it's has, against Memphis. He has trouble if he can't get boards. He has trouble scoring. And so I just don't know what the Jazz do. Like, what's what's if you were? Let's pretend you're the GM. What moves are you making in the off season for the Jazz to get them to the Western Conference Finals next year? Um, not very many. They've got a really good team. Maybe you look into doing something with Gobert, and that's it. I feel like they got it. Like it's. Move so, Gobert if you can get a really good player for him, you know. Or have someone that has similar traits. No, because you could never play them both at the same time. That would be a dumb thing to do. Like have like a Capella and Gobert. You need some. You need someone who's really good on interior defense that can also spread the floor. Yeah, uh, that's true. You need a big man that can spread the floor in today's league. Because what you could do is if you have someone who's like, like essentially they need Kevin Durant, uh, but like essentially if someone's going to be pulling Gobert out of the post, you just put that four that's like a little bit taller and can protect the rim. And, but on offense, he can spread the floor because if you have two guys clogging up the lane, that's not great. I just can't think of. Force can shoot these they, days. They need like Al Horford from like three years ago 
yeah. three or four years yeah, ago. Like they agree. needed that type of player, but I don't even know who that is in today's NBA. Who the like Chris Stops? I don't think you'd want that because Chris Stops uh, sucks now. Well, there there's plenty of bigs that can shoot. Jokic can shoot. Maybe a John Collins who is going John to be a free Collins. agent. He's. I don't think John Collins is a four. Really, he's like a two or a three. Okay. How tall? I honestly don't know how tall he is. It just seems like he's playing. I'm just talking about the way he plays. Oh, gotcha. He's six nine. Yeah. And he's from Layton. Look at him. He's from Utah. Bring him. Bring him to the Jazz, baby. Oh, okay. Bring him to the Jazz. So, um, I think that's their move. Uh. I, that that would be who I would want. Someone who can kind of shoot threes, but can also play defense. Um, so, and you're not. Which player it. is that again? John Collins. Like, John if you're gonna Collins. have him, if you're gonna have Rudy Gobert playing, and you want to make the NBA Finals, you need someone like John Collins. Uh, I mean, it. John Collins is my favorite player on the Atlanta Hawks. So, like, um, you know, I'd love to see him on the Jazz. And with John Collins too, like he is, he's young, yeah. uh, spry, just a, just a, you know, just a young chicken. Yeah. He's but, a great rebounder. I love those. So I, and I think he'd be kind of affordable for them. Just clear, get, just get rid of Derek favors. Uh, all Derek favors John is being Collins good for is, is an young, awesome right? dunk by Kawhi. That dunk was dirty. Oh, I saw that. I saw that replay. I didn't see the game where he did it, but uh that was nasty so who do you have now that the clippers have advanced who knows when Kawhi's coming back but also who knows when chris paul is going to be able to come back yeah phoenix versus clippers what i got the clippers yeah me too i got the clippers because phoenix got their heart taken away from them when they lost chris paul do we know do you know how long he's out, Stephen? Like, is it just like a 14 day? Uh, they're thing? not being there. Uh, like the coach and, and the people, people in the, you know, the sons aren't being, they're being kind of hush hush about the whole thing. Okay. So, so there was no, they, they, they just said out indefinitely, which could mean for the rest of the playoffs, which sucks. But, so then you're going to essentially have Booker, Ayton, Crowder, who Crowder is like a tested. He played in the He's NBA finals option. last year. Going up against peaking Reggie Jackson, peaking Marcus Morris, peaking Paul George. Yeah, but you don't have, I mean, for Phoenix, I think not having Chris Paul is a big blow, you know. Yeah, there he's so good at initiating. Like we're going to, but I also want to make sure that I'm not making the mistake of overreacting to to things. Like Devin Booker is a great player. Yeah, do I think he, he absolutely can he steal some games from the Clippers by himself? He could. Absolutely, one or two. Yeah. So I think if we're not seeing Chris Paul and we're not seeing Kawhi, this is going to be a fun series. If Kawhi comes back and is kind of at full power, which I doubt he will be. Yeah. If he's at full power, this is going to be – it'll be close for the first four games, and then Kawhi will come back, and they'll destroy them. Yeah. Um, it's really unfortunate, I, man. What bad luck. What bad luck. I, I have been kind of hating on Paul George recently because he hasn't been producing. But um, 
you know, as well as I, I would like him to, but that last, that, that game where uh, he had not the last game, but the game before game five. Yeah. When he had like 16 uh, boards or something like that, I was like, Oh my God. Like, and five assists, something like that. Yep. 37, five and 16. Yeah. But and, like, can, can we be real for a second? Like, are, do we need to give credit where credit is due or is this what we should be expecting of Paul George? Like, well, I think, I think it's give credit where credit is due because he hasn't been, uh, he kind of disappeared for a lot of the, for most of the playoffs, he hasn't done that great, but he's starting to do better, you know? And then market of He's starting outside. to play like Paul George of old. That was an MVP candidate. The Clippers are legitimately just pe- peaking at the right time. Like this is, I know that Kawhi's injured and whatnot, but. I hate to say it. I know my buddy Jeff doesn't want me to say it. I know you don't want me to say it. I think the Clippers are going to win the NBA championship. Really? I don't know if I would go that far yet. Well, I, I because of Ka- the Kawhi situation, I think with the teams that are left right now. So mm-hmm. what do we got? Phoenix Clippers. Well, Bucks, Brooklyn. Nets. I forgot about Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of teams I, in the East. I think there are teams that can match up pretty well against them. Like all, yeah, all, all four can... teams in the East without Kawhi are formidable op- opponents against the Clippers. Yeah. Um, but well, all four. You think the Sixers are? Yeah. Okay. With Joel, with the way that with, I know that it's been the Joel Embiid and Seth Curry show, yeah. but if Seth Curry continues to hit threes at the rate he's hitting them and Embiid can at least be 75% of what he is mm-hmm. in the first half of games and just carry that over into quarter three and four, they're a really good team. Mm-hmm. Um, Once again, if Kawhi comes back and he is, 80 percent like i hate making up percentages because i there's no way of saying how how hard somebody is playing basketball but But if Kawhi comes back then it becomes a much different story if Kyrie comes back much different story for the nets if harden gets better much different story for the nets there's still so many like we still have to get through the western conference finals Brooklyn brooklyn is still super dangerous i don't want milwaukee to to win the series because i don't want to see I mean, I think if Milwaukee makes it to the finals, they're going to get beaten by whoever wins in the West. By Philadelphia or... Man, but here's the thing, too. Well, it's, in the West, whoever... Oh, gotcha. Uh, like, Milwaukee. If if anyone... If anyone can get going, like, if Middleton can be consistent for four straight games, if Giannis yeah. can do... Giannis has been playing relatively well. I think he's giving especially the last few games, he's become a lot smarter. He's taking far fewer threes because they're t- like with, even when he's being tempted by him, I think the bucks could come together as a unit. I think all the teams can, but you need Scott all the, you, but you need to have all your firepower. Yeah. Scott Van Pelt on uh, uh sports center. I think he pointed something out. He said, not only did Giannis do very well and they won that last game, but he attempted zero three pointers, and I was stat. like, "That is a, that is a really good point." You know? So, okay, who are the healthiest teams right now? Probably Bucks. Milwaukee is the one. Bucks are the healthiest. 
followed by I'd say probably the 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 Hawks and Sixers are probably like because I know Embiid has his knee and then yeah, Hunter is out for Hawks. the Hawks, but I'd say Hawks then Sixers. Yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn then probably Clippers Suns. Yeah, yeah. Just because Paul George or sorry, Chris Paul is that important to their team. Yeah, he is that important. Um, them losing him, their championship. Uh, so, uh, so then we are in agreement, Stephen. Like, so the two Western Conference teams are the least equipped right now. Yeah, from a health standpoint. Yeah, that's. I think that bodes well for the Eastern Conference. It does, but I just think if Milwaukee makes the finals, we're just going to see Milwaukee get beat. Yeah, but, they don't have like the internal constitution. I just, I just can't get over how easy it is to defend Giannis as a team. You know, yeah. If you get a really good defensive team, like you can, he can have some awful games. You know, because he so can't that- shoot. So then let's set the let's set who we think are going to win and then talk about some of the offseason stuff that's been going on. But right. so Clippers Suns. Man, you already said the Clippers. Clippers. Suns. You already said the I'm Clippers. I'm going to go right? Clippers. Oh, just it's so hard not knowing when Chris like if they're going to be like all right, like we did with LeBron. I'll say this, like, I made let's let I him made come the back. big I made the big announcement that I thought the Clippers are going to win the whole thing, but I think I'm going to say the Clippers are coming out of the West. Okay. And then in the East, I'm going to say Brooklyn's coming out of the East. Going Clippers. Yeah. I still don't even know who's like, I am. I think Brooklyn, I feel like Brooklyn is going to win tonight. So this could be totally wrong. I'm not going to do who I think is going to make it to the championship yet um, for the Eastern conference. So I think it's going to be Brooklyn. Oh man. Did Philadelphia trick me yesterday into being a believer? It required a Herculean effort by Seth Curry, which is not something I feel like I should be saying. Tobias Harris. I'm not a believer in the Sixers. Man, I really think, like, as much, once again, I don't want the Hawks to go, but the way that they play as a team and they have, they just, they have no weakness. Like, in reality, the Hawks' only weakness is laziness. They're like, they get lassadaisical at times. So if they can, oh, if they can There's just nothing, they don't do well. There's yeah. nothing. Trey can penetrate and get his little teardrops, or just throw an alley oop to compa- to Capella. He or can drive can make and threes kick from the hash mark. Yeah, he can make threes from. If he's shooting well, I think I'm going to go. Hawks are going to win, and then it's going to be Hawks Nets, and then um, I, I, I'll I reserve my right not to make a decision until I know Kyrie and Harden's health status after tonight's okay, game. Okay, I just think that. Brooklyn is way too good. They're gonna they're gonna win uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, and they're gonna make it to the finals. I think if Joe Harris can make three, four three pointers tonight, the 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 Brooklyn Nets will beat the Hawks. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> because that's what it's gonna. It's if as if he can turn it on and he can just do what he did during the regular season. Watch yeah. out! Watch out! Because the and Nets will be unstoppable. Playoffs, so. Yeah. Um. But then kind of just wrapping up and talking about some of the some of the stuff going on, I feel like there's just been like just in the world in general with COVID, with the lockdowns, with everything like this, just general angst overall. 
And I feel uh-huh. like we're starting to see that with all of the coaching changes happening right now. And a lot of like the, the craziness going on. So obviously LeBron is right. The reason that we're seeing so many injuries right now is because they didn't we rushed the season, rest. but at the same time, a lot of the injuries that we are seeing are freak accidents. Like Chris Paul got COVID. That's not, that has nothing yeah, to do that, with starting the season too soon. Yeah. That's, I mean, what are you going to do about that? Besides, I don't know. Someone fell into LeBron's ankle. That's not something that you're going to, the, the Anthony Davis groin thing. I could see that maybe a little bit there. Uh-huh. Um, Kyrie fell on somebody's foot. Yeah. Just trying to run through all of the things. Oh, Ka- that looked nasty. Kawhi, uh, Kawhi rested the entire regular season. He only played, I think, 46 regular season games or 45. Which is pretty, that's pretty normal for him. Yeah. So, like, it's not like he was playing a ton. I'm just trying to run through all of the major injuries. The Hawks didn't play in the, uh, did, did, they did play in the bubble. They just didn't make it to the playoffs. Um, so maybe that could have had an impact on uh, Hunter's injury, right? They have DeAndre Hunter. They have Hunter. He's yeah. all that's injured, right? So I don't think it's necessarily all that. we. I think there are some injuries that were caused by that, but not all of them. I think you could say Harden's, but he just came unprepared anyways uh, at the start of everything. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I have much more to say about, about the injuries as a whole, but it's like, hey, it's, it's I always something there. hate on James Harden, but I have to say James Harden uh, has had a fantastic season. So he's really good. And then all of the coaching changes, I think they even mentioned it with Brad Stevens. Like he was just get, he was worn out from the seas from the season. I think Danny Ainge said it too. He's just like, yeah, it's not as fun like playing bubble basketball and all of the rules that you have to make sure are yeah, being it's followed. Not as fun. It's not fun doing all that, which I understand. LeBron says he has like uh joking around, he said he has like PTSD from the bubble. <laughs> yeah, it sounded it sounded like kind of miserable. Uh, he at was least... like, There's a reason I haven't taken my kids to Disney World, okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, the reason you didn't take your kids to Disney World is because you did not win the championship this year, LeBron. That's why it's the only time that's the only I'm way you get to go saying, to Disney World. Gotta saying. win, baby. That so, and then all of the changes, Terry, like, man, they're really doing a lot of coaching changes right now. What's that? Uh, Washington. I'm mm-hmm. sure I shouldn't be doing this off the top of my head. Washington, Boston. Dallas. Yeah. Portland. Mm hmm. Terry Stotts. Are those the main? Are those the main I, ones open right now? Yeah. I think, I think Terry Stotts is, uh, um, did a heck of a job. You know, uh, they didn't just give not him a good, very, he's, he, I, I, I was going to say he's not a good coach, but that's not true. They, they've never had a good roster. I was going to say, They've had Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum sometimes, and like that's it. Like those are the two most consistent players on that team. You know, Man. the rest of the team isn't that impressive. Pacers, New Orleans. That's right. I forgot about New Orleans, Orlando. Yeah, and Washington. Yeah. No, I don't. Well, it's um. Just- uh there was something else i wanted to say um about coaching uh, and i think it was about coaches but um say it when it comes back to you 
but yeah, I just don't. I think that's like really unfair. Like the the Trail Blazers were never going to win a championship, and I don't know if that's Terry Stott's fault necessarily. Like the, the oh yeah, the team I was, is constituted. What I was going to say, Nate McMillan, they need to take that interim off of his title. He needs to just be the coach. Oh, for the Hawks. Yeah. Seriously, he's doing a great job. He's a great coach. He's actually a great coach. He just hasn't managed to win a championship, you know. Which isn't necessarily a coach's fault. Like you, you, you're played the cards that you're dealt. Right. As, a, as an, coaches as an don't NBA play coach. the game. There's only so much they can do. And most coaches don't. Not only do they not play the game, they don't get to choose who the players are in the game. Yeah, like, they don't. They don't. So some get some say, I think, but like, you know, that's left up to somebody else. But we'll see what happens coming up. There's going to be a lot of changes going on, which is fun. Yeah. Take the interim off of his title, you know, and the guy's doing a great job. I feel like this, there's like no, no good free agents this year. Right. When I say no good, I mean, no marquee names. Right. Um, I'm trying to think, I can't think of anyone. There are a lot of people who have player options. Chris Paul, Kawhi. If they, yeah, player option for both of them. Looks like Conley's unrestricted. Kyle Lout, really? This can't be right. Conley would be a good pickup for some team, you know. Oh, for a lot of teams. He's just 33. Kyle Lowry's kind of old. DeMar DeRozan's available. Otto Porter Jr., Oladipo. Hey, Otto Porter Jr. is actually really good. Team He's option for great. This is, this is a decent, this is a decent class. Yeah. Otto Porter Jr., that guy can knock down threes, like, really well, you know. There are a lot of people who are – Iguodala's on there. Like, Iguodala, I wonder, does he retire? Like, what does gonna, he do next? When is that man going to stop playing? Yeah, he's been playing he probably for, should. like, 19 years. J.J. Redick, too, man. I love you, Iggy, but come on, man. How old are you now? Yeah, there's a lot of old guys in this. This is a very old free agent He's class. Just riding this NBA career till the wheels fall off, I guess. Udonis Haslam. Yo, Udonis Haslam is still <laughs> at the age playing. of 41. Oh my goodness. Yeah, still this playing. is a very old still, draft class. I guess if you can still play, you can still play, you know. Shouldn't man. matter how old you are. If the Lakers could get Goran Dragic, man. I know he's old, but I'm sure he's going to be cheap this year. He's constantly injured, or even like a Kyle Lowry type. Yeah, here's what's going to be weird Dragic, though: is how much I Kyle agree. Lowry thinks he's worth, though. I agree. Goran Dragic uh, still has a lot of good basketball left in him, and uh, so I think that'd be a good pickup for the Lakers. That'd be a solid pickup for them. They could get rid of Alex Caruso. Hey, easy. I'm just saying. You, they could put Dragic in his role. I'd be okay with that, honestly. Yeah. Like, if someone can just consistently score, yeah, Caruso's kind of been. Up I think and he's. Down. I think. Well, I think he's hit his ceiling. Like, he's not going to get much better than what he. What yeah, he's already I don't. I don't. I think he's going to be pretty much this player that he is. Which he can only be for a few more years because high energy athleticism that's the stuff that kind of starts to go away first especially for white dudes so good luck caruso 
Yeah. Awesome, Steven. Do you have anything else that you want to chat about? Uh, basketball-wise? Uh, uh, just uh, Nate McMillan's doing a great job, and I think it sucks that Chris Paul got COVID because now Phoenix is not a contender in a way. What I think would be cool on that last point there is if like they could just talk with the other team, be like, "Hey, so are you guys cool if Chris Paul, if Chris plays?" <laughs> I know that <laughs> I know the Clippers would likely say no because it's a competitive yeah. advantage. But right. like if in their hearts of hearts, I think that you would rather play a team at full power and beat them than yeah. always have that because we always talk about asterisks. After why is that? Why is it after every single championship there seems to be like some sort of like desire to put an asterisk behind i think it's because of the general attitude of being a hater these days every you know everybody wants to tear everybody down we should put an asterisk next to those uh, golden state warriors with kevin durant championships because you know their team was just way too good like they played within the rules of the game no they shouldn't there shouldn't be an asterisk the lakers won it in the bubble they played within the rules that were established yeah there's a free agency makes it so that players can can choose their own destiny you know and lebron did it like how come kevin durant can't do it you know you're 100 right though it is just haters want to hate yeah that's just the culture that we live in now. Well, I don't know if it's a culture that we live in now. I think people just like debate and people like it's, it's, you know, it's not fun is like, if you say something, Stephen, I go, I, I agree. Then you say another Every thing single time, yeah. and I go, Oh, I agree. Or then, then I say something you're like, yeah, I agree. Like that's not entertaining. And we're just people who love drama as much as people, you know, how like people in high school and then after high school, like I just want a drama free life. I'm like, you're the person that wants the most drama. The person who has to say things out loud yeah. to either describe themselves, they generally want the opposite. They're generally the opposite yeah. of whatever that thing is. I know yeah. that I used to do it. I so. um uh but I that's what I think is just that uh because of the internet, because of a lot of thing advances in technology and stuff, now everybody has a voice, you know. So you you hear a lot of assholes you know yeah awesome uh well the next time that we have something that we want to talk about we hope you give it a listen please don't take us too seriously we hope you stay for a while give us one more chance to change your mind